Hey guys, welcome to Holistically You. I'm your host, Amanda, and I'll be here to share my nice and sometimes not so nice human experiences. Let's get comfortable sharing our ups, downs, and everything in between and continue to make meaning out of the parts that make us whole. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Holistically You. Amanda here, as usual, and I am actually really excited to do my first solo episode in a little while. I miss just talking to you guys, but with that being said, I have had on the most brilliant, energizing, wise, and absolutely magnificent guests in the past few weeks. I hope that you caught the episode with Suzanne Orlando, who calls herself the Anxiety Alchemist, which I love, and she explains everything about that in her episode. And prior to that, I had Mallory Meyer, who talked all things mysticism and mindset, and Talia Dapta, we talked about seeking validation. And I really hope that all of these topics and things that we're talking about are things that serve you guys. We go a little bit woo sometimes for sure, <laughs> especially with our astrology things and very soon human design and all types of things. I'm trying to bring you guys a plethora of knowledge. And of course, everything helps in creating a whole life for us all which I'm still so happy that's what I called my podcast, to be completely honest. I'm like, yeah, this is an all-encompassing umbrella umbrella of all the things. So, <laughs> good on me. Today, I'm actually here to talk about growth. I read something somewhere or heard it somewhere, and I remember hearing it and I don't think that I had anything available to me in terms of like note taking, uh, except for my phone. So maybe I should have written in my notes, whatever, it doesn't matter. I wrote it in an email and kept it in my drafts folder. And it said, ease is a greater threat to progress than hardship. Ease is a greater threat to progress than hardship. I have spoken very candidly on this podcast about complacency and my fear of it. The fact that when I feel, I don't know, not that, not that I feel bored, but that I'm not feeling challenged, I get complacent. It's kind of like a groundhog day. So I wake up, I do my work, I do it well, Okay, so <laughs> that's not the point. Um, I definitely do my work well. I come home and I do the same thing all over again. For some people, this may work. And if it does, oh, all the power to you. But for me, I start to get antsy. Like literal ants in the pants, need to move. Sometimes that manifests in, you know, needing to uh, add passion projects to the things that I'm doing, or like it did in 2015, getting the hell out of Montreal and going to live overseas. 
So it could be as big as or as small as one of those two examples. Recently, when I started my podcast in January of 2021, I definitely felt like I needed an outlet or I needed to share my experiences with the world, with whoever was willing, readily available and willing to listen. And I have been receiving incredible feedback and for that I am forever grateful. The reason why I wanted to do this was because I felt that I had a higher calling than just education. I felt like I've been playing small by just staying in the confines of a classroom. For me, it doesn't necessarily work. I love it. Don't get me wrong. Teaching is my passion. But it could also be that teaching in a broader sense, like I've mentioned in the past, is my purpose. Bringing knowledge and experiences and, you know, different perspectives and mindsets to people is a form of teaching and I do feel like that is my purpose. Now with that being said it doesn't come easy right? I don't just wake up and have things fall in my lap. You have to work for them and in order to work and through that process you grow, you learn, you expand, you fall, you get back up maybe not as gracefully (laughs) as you would have hoped But you do get back up. If you, you know, stay consistent and you really truly pursue the things that set your soul on fire, I promise you'll get back up and you will do so stronger than ever. I stumbled upon something on Instagram recently talking about growth. And it's always very funny because I'll go through these things in my life and then in complete divine alignment, I'll like log on to get onto Instagram or I'll have uh, an uh, email in my inbox from like the Elephant Journal or someone else that I'm subscribed to about mental health and well-being and, and, and uh, you know, just general life lessons. And it will be catered to exactly what I need in that specific moment. And I'm always a little flabbergasted and at this point I'm just going to stop being shocked because I understand that these are all signs that I'm headed in the right direction. That what I'm going through isn't going to last forever and that the types of adversity or the little tribulations that I go through are all paving the path for me to become the best version of myself and fulfill the highest purpose that I can. So a couple of weeks ago, it manifested in this quote by uh, Nikea Homer, which was on the Moon Omens um, Instagram page, which I love and follow religiously. And it goes like this. Sometimes growth feels like you're losing. Like everything you know and love is at risk. Like who you were wasn't good enough. Like who you are is a stranger. Growth is good, but the pain that accompanies it can feel bad. Stay committed to your growth. Sometimes your new life will cost you pieces of the old one. Holy hell, did that ever hit home that day. I remember reading that right 
after I read something else about not letting people take advantage of me, making it known to the universe that my boundaries are very much alive, being firm in standing up for my worth. And there was one line I remember that said, your gift is not meant to be opened by everyone. And I don't know about you guys, but in my life, and I think to a certain degree, we all do want to be accepted, right? We start a new job. We want to be accepted by our colleagues, in friend groups when we're growing up, by our families, We start dating someone and we want to be accepted by them and their families. It touches all of the major relationships in our lives. And I know that for me, because of what I went through in my past and being radically um, unaccepted, bullied, and shunned, essentially, I have a bit of a problem with uh, acceptance. And maybe I put too much of an emphasis on being accepted by others. But I find solace in the fact that I'm always unapologetically myself. So I'm never going to show up to a situation and not be me. I'm never going to not honor my needs, my desires, my wants at the expense of somebody else. I say that now It's much easier said than done. And I've definitely done it in the past. But recently, let me tell you guys, I don't know if you can hear it in my voice, but I am exhausted. And I'm not just talking about shifts in the ethers and the moon and Mercury retrograde. Like definitely that all plays a part in this. Like I feel like this Mercury retrograde literally kicked my ass. I mean kicked me, knocked me while I was down. Errors in communication were huge. Misunderstandings. uh, All these things that like I've heard about in the past that I'm experiencing for the first time firsthand. And it's been going on for me actually since April. And it is the month of June. And so I'm tired. I feel like I constantly have to be justifying my actions and my words and re-explaining myself and fighting so that other people can treat me with the integrity that I treat them. Oh, I'm so tired. It's crazy. And I know that the way that I handle situations right now is very different to the way that I've handled them in the past. In the past, I'm going to be very honest with you guys, I was a major pushover. I never stood up for myself. I always allowed the people in my life, you know, namely my, um, it was mostly a friend thing when I was younger. I allowed people to make assumptions about me and believe them because I was like, oh, well, if that's what you assume about me, then that must be how I'm showing up in the world. So even if it was that I was a lying sack of shit, (laughs) like, no, 
that's not me. But I allowed it to happen because I was like, well, what's the point? What's the point in in fighting and trying to prove my worth and the fact that I'm not this person that you think that I am because you're just going to believe it anyway. So I never stood up for myself. And it got to a point where I was defeated. Defeated to a point where I thought what is it all worth anyway? I mean, is it even worth being present here? Is it even worth anything? Is my presence worth anything? And it gets me really emotional because it's painful. And I knew that something had to give. I was very well aware that changes needed to happen because I know me. And I am not the person that a lot of people said that I was. But I don't know what it was. I just couldn't stand up for myself. When I went to theater school, I had people there who saw me for me, who didn't question anything, who didn't question my integrity or the way that I showed up in the world because you had to be raw. You had to be exactly who you were because there was no other way to be because everyone there had the same goal and it was to pursue their passion for acting, for connection, to listen to people. You're working through trust exercises. You are literally entrusting someone with all of the most vulnerable parts of yourself that you usually don't necessarily let people access because it can be daunting. It could be daunting for someone to look at you square in the face and just be like, so by the way, I can see your soul. And you're like, (gasps) I feel so seen. (laughs) Like, it's very daunting. But I also learned very quickly that that was the way I wanted to show up in the world. I wanted to be essentially naked, (laughs) not Literally. Okay, guys, I wear clothes, I promise. (laughs) But I wanted to be Amanda. I wanted people to look at me and say, oh, that's Amanda. I met her once and I feel like I've known her for years. And let me tell you something. That has happened to me for what seems like forever now at this point. That people sit with me and either say, Oh my God, it feels like I've known you since I was like 15. Or I don't understand why I'm telling you this, but I feel so safe saying it. And I'm like, yeah, because I, I give you the space to be safe just by being. And I'm not sitting here, you know, conceited or egotistical in any way. But I recognize my superpowers and I recognize 
that I can access certain parts of myself that make people feel heard, seen, valued, and safe. And I'm grateful for that. But it didn't happen overnight because I had to work on me first. So when I go back to that notion of ease is a greater threat to progress than hardship. If it wasn't for all the hardship and the bullshit that I went through in my life, I would not be sitting here recording these podcast episodes and I would not be able to handle the turbulence of my life in the ways that I do now. And it's still a work in progress, but I'm very proud of how far I've come. I can think of moments and one in particular when I was away in Dubai where not only was I being taken advantage of, I was being outwardly bullied in the workplace. So when I talk about, you know, things that are difficult, we all have bad days. Okay, that's a given. We're human. We're living a human experience right now. We're all going to have bad days. But I'm talking about those moments where you sit down and you reflect on it. And they're monumental. In my opinion, the things that have changed me for the better are the things that have been monumental in my life. This one particular moment of bullying in the workplace, gaslighting, and a forced uh, departure, like I was, it was all planned behind my back to get me to quit, was probably the first time I had ever been completely I don't know if I want to say unaccepted or ostracized. I don't know if I'm finding the right words right now, but it was the first time that I had experienced that type of extreme negativity in my life. I went, well, that's a lie, in my professional life, excuse me, because I went through it in high school. I had always been, you know, uh, really accepted and welcomed with open arms in all of my workplaces. And I thought that that was the case here. But it wasn't at all. And so my life was being kind of determined and the steps were being planned without making me part of the discussion. And not only was it, was it, were they not making me part of the discussion, but they were literally trying to figure out ways to get me to leave so that they didn't have to recognize that they maybe had made a mistake or that they had to have a difficult conversation with me. I'm all for difficult conversations. I honor myself by having difficult conversations and I hope that you all do too. It doesn't mean that you're going to sit there and, you know, uh, have have a full-blown fight with somebody or you are going to point fingers and blame because that doesn't help the situation. It only escalates things and people get defensive. So that's not what I'm talking about. Difficult conversations are the adult thing to do. 
So if I think back to my teenage years and that whole experience, I'm like, well, we weren't even like literally the frontal lobe or whatever it was part of our brain that deals with common sense. It wasn't even fully developed. So I'm like, touche, leave that in the past. Still working on it though. (laughs) But in a professional workplace where someone is literally throwing their keys at you to move their car or undermining you in front of a team that you are supposed to be uplifting and motivating and inspiring to work hard every single day for the success of a an institution. I don't take that shit lightly. And I'm going to be honest. Let's talk about hardship for to three months, I didn't eat. I hardly slept. Or maybe all I did was sleep because I was so depressed. I didn't exercise. I didn't have the energy to talk to my friends or my family. I shut down. This was a total knockout situation. When my phone rang, I shuddered inside because I knew that it was going to be something that I did wrong or something that was perceived to be wrong. When I got no training for the job that I was doing, and not only did I get no training whatsoever, I was just expected to market this thing and go out and hustle and I was like, I don't, I don't even know what I'm supposed to be doing right now. I'm just going to, I remember showing up to work every single day and just being like, I have no idea what I'm going to do today, but I guess I'll figure it out once I get there. And then there was the aspect of, well, Amanda, you're probably incompetent or that's the way I felt because of the condescending emails and text messages and you know, you, you must be incompetent because you don't know what you're doing. You're showing up somewhere and and these people are relying on you to keep a business running and you don't know what you're doing. But when I really reflect on it, I was never trained. I was never guided or supported. There was none of that. And so in essence, I was constantly being talked down to and completely, in a sense, shamed for the very little, I don't know, training that I did get or the very little communication that I did have with the people who were running the joint. So the stress levels were unbelievable. I had to learn very quickly in that environment how to handle myself how to not only be diplomatic in all of my communication, but also honest and then also vulnerable and then also not lose my shit. The bullying was so intense and I just remember thinking, it's got to be something that I'm doing. Listen to me clearly. If you are 
listening to this podcast and you've ever felt that way, but deep down in your soul, you know that you have done nothing wrong, it is not you. And it will never be you. It is a projection of the other person's insecurity or incompetence towards whatever the situation or circumstance may be. It's the projection onto you. And one morning when I recognized that, you know, sitting at a red light and hoping it never turned green, I never wanted it to turn green. Because if I had to turn left, it meant that I had to get into that building. And if I had to walk into that building, I knew that I was going to be shamed for something. I knew that the demands that were going to be put on me were unrealistic. I knew that the expectations that were being set for that business were also extremely unrealistic. But I did it because the light turned green. The reason why I wanted to record this podcast today was because I know that I grew exponentially from that experience. From day one in August of 2015 when I moved away and got hospitalized because of anxiety, depression, and whatever they, they deemed it vertigo, but it wasn't. And had to undergo all of these, you know, for lack of a better term, traumatic micro moments and experiences by myself without my, my support system that have known me for years. Trying to navigate friendships and create relationships so that I could, you know, not be a loner for three or four years that I was there. From day one to the very last day when I left that country, when I left Dubai, the day after my ex-boyfriend drove away in a taxi and I felt my heart literally be ripped out of my chest and, and run over by a fucking Mack truck. I learned so much. And I grew even more. But it wasn't easy. It was fucking hard. All of it was hard. But I'm grateful for it. The experiences that I've had in my life that were hard, tough. Those ones when I was a teenager and I said, I don't know how I'm ever going to get past this. The breakups that I said, I don't know how I'm ever going to get over this. And here I am recording this, crying like an asshole, (laughs) but recording it because I truly feel Like every single moment that I experience in my lifetime has led me to become the woman I've always wanted to be. That scenario that I told you guys about, the workplace, the bullying, the that trauma, I stood up for myself so much so that I have no regrets looking back on that. That tough conversation that I had to have, the difficult conversation that I had to have was the scariest thing I've ever done in my entire life. 
So I was 30 years old, right? Yeah, 29, 30 years old. Truly standing up for myself for the first time in my life. Am I ever going to regret that? Hell no. I will never regret that. Because it taught me how to continue living with integrity. Strong, uninhibited integrity. And I don't choose to live any other way for however long it may be. I will never regret what I did the day that I sat down and said, I'm sorry, but fuck you. I don't think I used the (laughs) F-bomb. But I know that I finally, after almost 30 years or exactly 30 years of life, stood up for myself. Hardship is a funny thing. It's almost like we can see how we're dealing with things now and our subconscious mind can go back to how we've dealt with things in the past. And it's literally like a movie. You watch the old part of yourself completely melt away. Or if you want to be a little more dramatic, like go down a cyclone and then you just see the person disappearing little by little and then it echoes out, no! (laughs) Man, this podcast is whack, laughing, crying at the same time. But it's true. It's like the part that might scare us the most is the death of the person that we once knew ourselves to be. It's like we are constantly breaking out of a shell or a cocoon that is imposed, either self-imposed or it is just something that time has built around us, that circumstances have built around us. And there is a certain, there is a certain energy and recognition and absolute exhilaration that comes with expanding expanding your consciousness expanding your mindset creating scenarios for yourself creating your reality and not allowing any one or anything to kind of get in the way of that it's very very interesting but it is God damn scary. It's like you're reintroducing yourself to the world. Okay, so the days that you've settled, the days that you felt lesser than, the days of accepting less than you deserve, that's all in the past. It's not your present. It is not your current reality, nor should it be. It should not be. You deserve everything that you are calling in. You deserve the respect that you give out to the people that you cross paths with in this crazy ass world. You deserve it all. Because if you are committing to your growth, to your 
you know, your shift and in, in perspectives and mindset, if you're committing to that, hold yourself to it. Be accountable for the things to, with which or to which you are committing. Because if you are growing, that means you're outgrowing certain situations. If you are growing as a person, you might be outgrowing people in your life that no longer have a seat at the table. It is up to you to allow somebody and give them the privilege of sitting, having a seat at your table and experiencing this life with you. It is also up to you to allow things to transpire in your life. I have a hard time with standing up for myself every damn day. When I get emails from, you know, people at work or, you know, just anything, friends, family that have a weird undertone for it, my heart sinks. I literally feel like I could run to the bathroom and puke. Excuse me. Sorry, that was gross. But, <laughs> you know, just the other day, you know, I'm I'm dating someone. Finally. Yay. <laughs> and just the other day, I had a conversation with this person over the phone and he said something and my heart sank and he heard it in my voice. Are you okay? He said, what just happened? There was a major shift there. Yeah. I was going to say, I feel like I'm going to throw up now. So I'm going to get off the phone, but no, it was, I think I'm just going to need a little more clarification and maybe we should have a conversation about this face to face. I would have never done that in the past because I was too scared of what was on the other side. If there's anything that I can share with you today is that please, for the love of God, do not be afraid of what's on the other side if you have set yourself up for success. If you have done everything in your power to make sure that you are showing up exactly how you want to, don't be afraid of what's on the other side. If you are at peace with the decisions that you've made and the way that you've spoken to people and the way that you've treated everybody else, despite how they may have treated you, do not be afraid of what's on the other side. On the other side of that, of that acknowledgement that something has to, you know, something's got to give, there's growth, there's resilience, there's strength, there's transparency and vulnerability, and there's an opportunity. And this is what I want you to remember. The opportunity to continue creating the life that you want for yourself. The opportunity to continue evolving into the person that you've always wanted to be. No one can hinder that process Or take that opportunity away from you but yourself. So stop cutting yourself off at the knees, Amanda. (laughs) Stop playing small. Growth is shitty. Okay? It's not easy. It's being uncomfortable. It's being, sorry, comfortable in the discomfort. It's the kicking and the screaming and the fighting and the and and the yelling into your pillow and maybe even listening to some freaking Papa Roach, okay? Because <laughs> I do that. Cut my life into pieces. <laughs> it's that. It's tough stuff. But my 
God, you are worth it. Okay? You are tougher. It is hard, but you are stronger. You are stronger than the toughest of situations. I'm not saying that I'm not trying to sound preachy or but I'm so passionate about this. Adversity is going to teach you lessons way quicker than complacency will. And remember that and honor yourselves because I can guarantee you if you are someone who's committed to your growth, you listen to, I don't know, this podcast or any other podcast for that matter, you're reading articles, you're reading books, you're talking to people, you're connecting, you are committed to evolving into the highest version of yourself, I promise you that that is the outcome. You will get it. It's a matter of time. Okay? So ease is a greater threat to progress than hardship. And just remember, at the end of the day, the process might not be easy, but it's always worth it. I sit here today, even having had a shitty day and just, you know, running into issues. Even after that, I am so at peace with the way that I handled the situation. I am so at peace with everything that I've done, that I have done that led me to this moment. There's nothing else for me to do. It is what it is. How other people perceive me and my quote-unquote actions in their eyes has nothing to do with me. It is a reflection of perhaps their weaknesses or their downfalls, but it has nothing to do with me because I continue to show up unapologetically myself, vulnerable as all hell, transparent perhaps to a fault, but also one strong badass bitch. And I think that's a great place to leave this. (laughs) I love you all. If you want to talk about this, slide into my DMs. I love talking about this stuff. I think these are conversations that we have to continue to have. So with that, I leave you today. And I say, as always, stay humble, friends, especially through these types of processes always. And I'll catch you in the next episode. Bye.